there's people who spend all their time wanting to get those followers and get those eyes and get famous and there's some people who never chose that but we're born into that and that comes with lots of responsibility and lots of intentionality that needs to go into it Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. What's up, fam? How many of you out there have been enjoying the FabFitFun seasonal boxes like me? You guys all know at this point I'm obsessed because I keep posting I keep posting about it. For those of you that don't know, FabFitFun is a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. It's a, a variety box that features quality brands like Tarte, Kate Somerville, Free People, and really it's such an incredible way for you to experience different brands. Right now, my current obsession is skincare, and it's really nice for me to try different things because I, I always like to find new products that really serve my self-care routine. And I love that I get this full experience and I get different things every time so it keeps me really interested so for those of you that want to check it out go to fabfitfun.com and use the code radical that's r-a-d-i-c-a-l or you can go to the link on this particular podcast to go straight to fabfitfun.com so you can get $10 off your first box making it only $39.99 again go to fabfitfun.com and use the code radical because why you deserve to treat yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Radically Loved Radio. I am joined today by a very special guest. Ksenia Abdulova is with us today. Welcome, Ksenia. You're the podcast host to Woke and Wired, and I'm hoping that you can share a little bit more with us about who you are and what you do podcast host sounds so serious and formal right (laughs) you know it's just like me sitting in my office surrounded by pillows and speaking in the mic and then publishing that on the internet and it's like oh she is the podcast host of such and such you know it's the internet is just a such a funny thing and I love it for it because I feel like it gives us the opportunity to create ourselves from scratch. Mm -hmm. We can be whoever we want to be. We can create businesses and personalities, hopefully ones that are aligned with who you actually are in real life. And just so much is available, creating community and connection. Um, But at the same time, to me, it's so funny. Like I actually just met this literary agent and we were talking and we were so aligned. And I was saying, this is what I want to write the book about. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking exactly for writers to write about that. And then the question was, so how many followers do you have on Instagram? 
Mm. And to me, it's like, it's like high vibes, high vibe, high vibe. And then boom, it just drops. And on the one hand, I understand that that's the world we live in and no business would function without understanding and honoring numbers. But at the same time, like everything I do really is aimed at bringing us back to what's important, to where your vision is at, to where your soul is at, um, where you're really every day to day, how you want to feel, where's that at? And how can social media and the digital world support that instead of taking away from that? Yes. Oh, so yes to so much of what you said. (laughs) So just to give the listeners a little bit of background, um, just maybe you can tell us how you got started in the world of wellness. Wellness. Again, such a funny word. Like (laughs) wellness. Does that mean turmeric lattes and green juice and bulletproof coffees? Like yoga? Like how many ohms do you have to do for it to be considered wellness? Yeah. 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 How how many? (laughs) Like how many? Let me tell you. (laughs) Write it down. Um, Well, let's see. My journey into wellness started with very selfish vanity driven reasons as a teenager because I one wanted to lose weight and feel skinny and uh which is not part of my vocabulary at this point thankfully Mm -hmm. um and number two I wanted to clean up my skin because I kept struggling with persistent breakouts and so for me it started with just literally wanting to feel good about how I look. And that's when I tried every diet I could find on planet Earth and Atkins and carb-free and just like so many things. I eat rice crackers for some days and just that. It was crazy. Uh, I made these, uh, actually there was this recipe that this Russian pop star, you're probably hearing accent, I'm from Russia. I grew up in Moscow. (laughs) This Russian pop star had this recipe of blending kefir with cucumbers oh. and she was like that's the ultimate detox tonic and i would actually drink that every night gross i know it sounds gross um so that's how it started and then when i was in my early 20s i went to see a dermatologist in san francisco while i was going to grad school and again for the same reasons i was like why do i have a pimple here and the dermatologist is like well let me check all of your skin since you're here and so he checked my skin and ended up finding skin cancer. And um, that's how at the age of 20, I ended up having a surgery. Um, and that kind of just woke me up and made me think of my whole lifestyle. And, and mm-hmm. past that is where I came across movies like Food Matters that really opened my eyes to understanding the link between emotions, our health, the environment, the medical industry, and really seeing how it all works together. One does not exist without the other and one cannot be in balance without the other. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was also getting around the same time into yoga and meditation. And that's that's how it all started, you know, and along the way, it's just been a lot of educating myself using Instagram and, and documentaries and personal experience, most of all, and really trying to figure out what are the things that make me feel good, make me feel energized, and not being swayed away just by what the wellness trends are, because 
it's so crazy how the world swings from wellness into orthorexia, which mm. is an obsession with eating healthy. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so easy to swing, you know, one way or the other on that pendulum. And really, again, all that my work is, is coming back to rituals and intuition and really knowing that all the answers are inside, whether that comes to what you should eat, what you should post on Instagram, who you should get as your mentor, what business move you should make, all of that we already know. And yes, it's cool to look for confirmations and signs and symbols from the universe and support from friends and mentors, but really everything is already there. And hopefully you are on a path of finding practices and rituals that will just reveal that. Yeah, I love that. And this is actually something that we uh, spoke about while we were at the uh, the Lead with Love um, conference is this idea of being able to do things intentionally with purpose and not have it become something so dogmatic, right? It's like too much of something is never good, right? And I think that you do such a beautiful job speaking to this particular topic, especially now, you know, this whole idea that we are, uh, our value is gauged by how many likes we have, or, you know, our worth is dependent on uh, this social currency. I think it's definitely something that needs to be examined and examined again and examined again and going through something or, or having a um, a message to give to the world as you do um, to have it be devalued because of what society says your following should look like I think it's absolutely right. preposterous. I think if a message is a message and every single human, every single person, everybody listening to this podcast, everybody out there has a story to tell. Why is my story more important than yours? Or why is your story more important than mine? Just because more people listen to it? Is that right? Like, is this the world we live in now? Right. It's so messed up. And yeah, I think that this is really all what's happening with social media is a call for us to create a more conscious relationship with social media because otherwise, what are we leaving for the next generation? Like, honestly, I get scared of having kids because if we can't um, find an empowering and honest relationship with social media, then what do we expect from kids who grow up and say they want to be YouTubers? Right. Something actually, um, I was at a panel this past weekend and Demi Moore was speaking about how social media and journalists and some people who anonymously commented on her daughter's appearance really scarred her. And that's been something that has been super challenging being a, a child of a famous person growing up in the public eye. So it's like on the one hand, there's people who spend all their time wanting to get those followers and get those eyes and get famous. Mm -hmm. And there's some people who never chose that, but we're born into that. And that comes with lots of responsibility and lots of intentionality that needs to go into it because you're constantly watched. And so 
something she said that really resonated with me is that social media is a beautiful tool that can be used in a powerful way, but it shouldn't be a personal marker for our place in the world. And that's what something Demi Moore said. I totally agree with it. And yesterday, Mercury retrograde, Instagram and Facebook were both down all day. Oh my goodness. Let's talk about this. <laughs> and it was such a reminder that we put so much power and authority and trust into these platforms when in reality, when we say my followers or my feed or my DMs, none of that is yours like at all. <laughs> What was right? your experience with that? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, you know, for me, I, I have a very limited uh, time uh, relationship with, <laughs> with social media. I go on at a certain time of the day, I post, and then I'm done, you know? So I didn't even, know, I had no idea that it wasn't working until later <laughs> that evening. Um, I was supposed to actually post something for a work thing that I'm doing and and they asked if I had posted it and I, I said that I had and then come to find out that there was this massive blackout and I thought it was hilarious I was like this is the best. this is awesome like this is such a great thing I'm like what would the world like what would the world be like if it all stopped working if it all went away like what does that right. do to your um your feeling of importance or or the feeling of you actually mattering in the world mm. to me that it's i always take it to a philosophical place because that's just my my na my natural inclination you know is just mm. to go into this place of how is this affecting the bigger picture and so i've always had this you know tumultuous relationship with social media because i I do like it in, in the sense of me being able to connect with people or being able to see what my friends are doing or to get inspiration or to just connect with the younger audience. Um, I think about people like my little sister that she's 20, you know, and, and her friends, and this is their normal dialogue. I mean, this is, they, they speak in, gifts and hashtags <laughs> and emojis and this is just the world that we live in now and you know to me if it went away tomorrow I wouldn't be heartbroken but I know that there are people in the world that if it did they would be and I think that so much of of how I feel about it has more to do with the, the same way that you feel about the intentionality the purpose behind what you're doing being able to actually put something out of value you know when I post things I, I post things because I want people to see them that's why we all post we don't post things because we're trying to not get any attention we're all trying to get attention <laughs> I mean that's the honest truth right and so I think to be able to toe the line between what your real intention is behind it and how to present information in a, like you say, in a conscious way, I think has more to do with how you value yourself as an individual, right? Mm. Than what you, what, what you think externally, right? So it's not a uh, external issue where you're going to get validated. So then you're going to feel good. 
about yourself. It's like you have to be able to feel good about yourself in order to put things out to be uh, received by the the public. Because if it's the opposite, we see what that does to people. It's a right. downward spiral that, that just continues and continues. And I, I feel like that has a lot to do with the high levels of depression, with people feeling FOMO, with, you know, all this comparison game that again, it's exactly going back to your point, our feed, our this, our followers. It's like, it's not ours. We're on a platform that has been provided for us. We see things on social media that have been catered to us. We're being fed things. It's not, oh, because I like this and I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to like these, you know, your homepage or whatever. It's like, here's what you'll like. Those have been catered to to you. So they're feeding what you're seeing. I'm not trying to get all like conspiracy or anything, but it's just like, you know, there is an algorithm that knows your, your, uh, patterning. Totally. I mean, it sounds like you have super solid boundaries with social media and we all need that. Yeah. Um, but also what I find interesting is that it sounds like your business doesn't really depend on your online presence. That's why Instagram is not really the be all end all. Is that right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely isn't the, you know, like the, the main platform. Got it. Yeah. For so many businesses and people and public people nowadays, Instagram is the main platform. One of the reasons is that it is just the most popular social media platform there is. Yeah. And we're just so used to it. And when people talk about it going away, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, first of all, there is always a chance that your account will be wiped out. I've seen that happen to people. And yeah, it is like an Armageddon. Like, what do you do? You know, I don't know. People start to rebuild from scratch or just stop being influencers or whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a scenario that's possible. So I personally diversify. I have several platforms and, and several brands mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I don't feel like I have it all in one place that if it goes away, that's it. And two, social media as a concept is not going away. It's going to shift. It's going to change. And hopefully there will be uh, invitations, not just from us, but from people creating the apps to have healthier boundaries with them and use them more intentionally. But right now it's all on us. Yeah. And it's not going away. And we all know that whenever you are being booked to speak or you're going on a date or you're being hired for anything, what's the first thing people do? They, they do look you up on Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. And so not having a personal brand at this point in time is not an option. Right. And that's why I think it's important that no matter how much time you put into it, whenever you do put time into it, make sure that it's intentional and it's mm -hmm. aligned and truthful representation of not just where you are, but what's important to you and where you're going also. Yeah. And just to, you know, go back to what you said in the beginning, you know, you are writing a book. Congratulations. That's amazing. Um, how did that impact you when, when you have this agent who you know knows you knows your work your work is incredible and you have such a great voice and you have an incredible platform and you're authentic and real and honest um 
how does that impact you hearing that? Hearing that I need to bring my numbers up. Well, oh, is that um, so? I don't know that you yeah, you yeah. you weren't clear in saying that, so I didn't know what she had said. Yeah. but she did ask. The conversation was specifically that: Would you be able to bring your numbers up? Like, oh. I want to see a hundred thousand versus eighty thousand uh, followers on Instagram. Wow. And yeah, um, how did that impact me? Well, first of all, yes, thank you. I'm nowhere near writing the book yet. It's I'm creating the space for it. We are planning to make a big move from Brooklyn into nature and live in a forest <gasps> end of the year. Yep, actually, right before recording, I was signing some paperwork. So if all goes through, it's happening very soon. Oh We're going to be living in a tiny house upstate. Oh uh, my goodness, you- <laughs> that. You heard it here first. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Continue, right. sorry. That's like that's a whole exciting. other podcast series. Right? But yeah, I'm creating the space for that because I really feel like being in nature and connected to all the elements and being able to hear myself more clearly will um, help me have that space to write. But right now, all that energy and all that intention is going into creating my conscious social media course, which is basically a collection of everything I've learned from being on social media for over 15 years now. I started back when it was messengers. I was mm-hmm. on ICQ. Remember ICQ? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh my gosh, I love that. So few people <laughs> in America know ICQ. It breaks my heart. So on ICQ, I was like probably 10 and I had this 13-year-old pen pal from Sweden named Mark. And that just left an impact on me for life. I practiced English with him. We talked about computer games. And then as I got a little older, that turned into me having a blog and sharing about fashion and the books I was reading and the theater plays I was looking at. And it really changed my life. It In real life, I wasn't confident. I didn't feel like I fit in. But I had all these ambitions to be this like stylish successful, creative woman in the world. And by exposing myself to things that inspired me at the time, it was mostly fashion editorials and photography and philosophy books. I really was able to tap into the kind of world I wanted to create and the kind of life I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. So social media really was that bridge to make it happen. And then I went from having a blog to watching lots of American reality TV shows like The Hills and um, there was a show of making videos like the behind the scenes of making music videos. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed oh, with yeah, that. Yeah, I remember, remember? that. Yeah. <laughs> behind oh the God. scenes. Like that was or making up. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like before you could connect with celebrities on social media and see everything they do and everything they eat. That's the only access you had was tabloids and making of. Mm-hmm. And I had this fascination with America and with celebrities and this lifestyle and the good weather because in Russia we don't get a lot of good weather and honestly now looking back I'm realizing that looking at these tv shows and what's possible and the kind of lifestyle you can have I totally visualized and manifested moving to California one day and working in Beverly Hills and driving a convertible and just like all the things that seem so far away and messaging with Spencer Pratt on Instagram about crystals. <laughs> um, yeah, fun fact. But uh, I feel like I went on a tangent, but I just get so excited talking about it. Back to your question about how it made me feel. You know, I'm in a place right now where I have a community of people that I know are impacted by this work 
And I feel very strongly that this new approach to social media that merges your own intuition, that takes into account your spiritual involvement, that takes into account the planet's and humanity's spiritual involvement and progression, and the ability to use the digital world to create business, a life, uh, freedom, like never before. Like we're just in such a special time right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel strongly about sharing this message because I don't see it being presented this way. Mm -hmm. And whenever I do share it, just the way it lands with people has really moved me. And I know it needs to get out there. So when the agent asks me, you know, how many followers I have and can I have more and this and that, yeah, of course, there's a moment of like, oh, like, am I good enough? Mm -hmm. Why do I not have a million followers? Mm -hmm. Just like regular human judgment stuff that would come up for anyone probably. But then when I come back to my heart, it's like, you know, how can I take this critically? And if I take it critically, um, then it can actually help me because she asks some also deeper questions of how can what kind of angle would you present this information from to really captivate people? Mm -hmm. Because this language that I'm speaking, the conscious social media and manifestation and spirituality, like that all is great, but I don't know if it speaks to every single person that I would want to expose this information to. So I think it's cool to have someone critical around you, pushing you further to get out of your box and make the message even more, applicable and through that more impactful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you think is the biggest driving force for you now in your career and and just in your spiritual path hmm. deep girl mm -hmm. <laughs> we do that sometimes here <laughs> um i am taking it day at a time, one day at a time. Right now I know that trusting my own inner voice and developing that relationship like never before is very important and spending more time in nature and um, just having space in life and choosing to do every single day things that bring me joy and make me feel connected and self-expressed mm -hmm. and being playful and taking risks. Like a big inspiration of mine is Richard Branson because we've seen him build billion dollar businesses, mm -hmm. lose them, build another one. So just like not taking it too seriously and, and being playful and trusting that if an idea of leaving our dream apartment in New York behind to move into a tiny ass cabin in the middle of nowhere like that feels so right it makes no sense on the logical level really but in my heart it feels right so just following through on that and if by me sharing that journey with others that can inspire someone else to follow their own inner truth mm -hmm. I think that's all I could ask for and along the way there I just love social media I love being able to use little squares or rectangles of information um, and encode energetic footprint in it and just see how it lands and how it impacts people. You know, Eric and I started Crystal Criminals, our account about crystals a little over a year ago. And it was just like literally me behind the scenes taking pictures of him playing with his crystals. And it turned into this thing that has more engagement than any of my other accounts in terms of 
percentage wise. So, you know, just playing, playing and expressing and sharing and not withholding and trusting. Mm, I love that. I think it's so important to be able to get to a place where you're being honest about where you are with with yourself, you know, like the place that you're in and, and why you're doing what you're doing and not being afraid of doing something that's going to take you out of your comfort zone, was it, which is essentially what, what you're saying, right? Mm. Um, being in the, in this, in a, the self-development space or the wellness space, uh, or the spiritual space can sometimes, human space. right. In the human space, <laughs> it's sometimes implicit that we ourselves have to be at an evolved state that we have to have things figured out or that we have to be at our optimum health or that we no longer have fear or that we're in this state of bliss all the time right? Because this is the field that we're in. So from an outsider's perspective, they, they may think, oh, you know, Ksenia is a, um, she's in, in the realm of wellness and she knows about crystals and, uh, you know, she knows about matcha lattes and turmeric smoothies and, you know, (laughs) all of the things. I definitely do. She, (laughs) I know you do. She must be, she must have everything figured out right? So how, how do you maintain the balance? Is it a juxtaposition for you to be in the space? Or do you feel like it's more truth that you learn what you most, you teach what you most need to learn? Mm. That was a long winded question. Sorry, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? I think where I most um, have to learn, which I teach, (laughs) is the conscious social media. I need those constant reminders myself to stay intentional and stay connected to my vision and my value. Um, I have imposter syndrome come up all the time. So by me telling people that they're worth everything they want, anything is possible, I am not just saying it to them, I'm also saying it to myself. So totally get what you're saying, yes on that. In terms of wellness, Um, I don't claim to be a wellness expert. Uh, it just started with me sharing my breakfast recipes (laughs) and from there it evolved into sharing my own journey through doing a yoga teacher training and a meditation teacher training and Reiki training while doing like really hardcore sales courses and marketing courses. Like I've always had such a funny, um, juxtaposition of interest in the very, feminine and the very masculine at the same time and hence the intuitive conscious social media and with wellness I yeah still have moments come up um where I for example you know my skin is is having a flare-up and I'm going to a wellness event and I'm like what if someone looks at my skin and thinks well she's talking about wellness she's a wellness blogger but she has a pimple like is she a fraud yeah like things like that sometimes cross my mind but At the same time, I just think honesty is the best policy Mm -hmm. and not hiding things. And if I'm going through something, I usually share it with people, especially on an emotional level. Um, So I think that's liberating. Just not just being honest and sharing where you actually are 
instead of being behind a pretense image. And again, that all goes back to conscious social media. Well, and I'm not saying you have to spill your guts and share like every challenge in life and health you're going through, but just sharing as far as you want to go and as comfortable as you want to be with it. But um, yeah. I think no one is an expert. And as long as we just keep sharing from what's actually working for us, that's true learning and, and expansion. Yeah, I like that. Um, for the people listening, if you could give them, you know, uh, a little sort of uh taste tester of what your you have a course that that you've created for people who are wanting to be more uh, conscious about their social media platforms and you know so you you've expanded upon this what are three things that people can do right now to be more intentional with their social media platform Mm, I love that question all right. So there's many things, all of them, which you can find in my course. And I'm going to create a sweet code, radically loved for your listeners, Rosie. Yay. So that you guys can get a sweet little deal. So <laughs> use code radically loved and it's all going to be linked in the show notes. So in terms of what everyone can do right now to feel more aligned and expansive with your social media, um, number one, go and unfollow or mute. There's this magic button mute on top right of every single profile. Any account that triggers you and brings you out of alignment and doesn't inspire you or doesn't provoke you to think bigger. Um, and you could just either blindly just go and unfollow all of it or if you want to take it a little deeper, then you could look at what triggers you and ask yourself, what is it in this information that I'm seeing that triggers something and really reflects something within myself that I'm not fully accepting? And that, that would be step number two if you want to take it a little deeper. Mm -hmm. Because I truly believe that social media, like any other technology, it's absolutely neutral in its energy and it only has the energy that we bring to it or we reflect from others. So that's something to think about. And number three is instead of telling yourself and stressing yourself out with the thought that I need to post more often, I need to grow my following, I need to do this for my business. I hear this so often. People just like stress themselves out and put themselves in the corner and make themselves wrong for not doing it right or not doing it often enough. Just ask yourself, why is it even important? What would it make available for you and um, what kind of impact are you looking to create? What kind of connections are you looking to form? Because I bet that what you're actually looking for doesn't necessarily have to be tied in a number of followers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you could start finding it and identifying it now and getting present to what's already there. And with that, you can think about serving your existing community and deepening your connection with your community instead of just always thinking about growing and growing and growing because ultimately numbers yes in some contexts they mean something especially if you're a blogger or a media company or a business but in on a more conscious energetic level if you don't spend time forming those deeper 
relationships with your existing community, then none of it really matters. So I invite you to rethink that and reconnect to why it's important to you versus just chasing a number, which is always going to keep growing. I, mm. I've been there. Mm, thank you so much. Those are really great. I was like writing those down as you were, as you were saying it. Um, that's really great advice. And thank you for saying that. I have two more questions for you before we officially wrap uh, this this one. Uh, All right. And, and I'm hoping that I say this one because I, I would hope that we, we can do this again. Um, yes. Hopefully in person. Maybe out of your tiny yes. house. Yes. Um, what makes you feel free? Ooh. What makes me feel free? It's so funny that the first thing that comes to mind is money. Um yeah, it is money actually. At this point in time right now, I really do feel like if I if I wasn't making money, if I didn't have the options that money brings, then how would I be able to travel and, and do things that I love and get the facials I like and do the classes I want? So um being able to spend money on things that I believe in that make a positive contribution in my life or someone else's and through spending money support projects and businesses and entrepreneurs that I think are doing red work that feels like freedom mm. for the people that listen to this podcast um they all it, it it's something that I talk about all the time it's um why I created this platform, right? So I believe that we are radically loved by universe, God, energy, source, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, <laughs> whatever higher power of your understanding that the universe works for us and not against us. So the final two questions are, how do you feel radically loved and what do you radically love? Hmm. I love that question. And it's also so philosophical. How do I feel radically loved? I feel radically loved by my boyfriend. He's just such a generous, um, kind and loving spirit. I didn't know that men like that exist. So I just wake up grateful every day for that kind of love where he showed me through his love that I don't have to be anyone um, else but myself to be accepted and, and loved every day, whether I'm all dressed up and cute or like wearing yoga pants with greasy hair, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. I radically love curiosity, curiosity in people and open-mindedness because there's just something so refreshing in stepping outside of your comfort zone and just asking questions and being exposed to different ways of being and living and doing business and doing social media and just taking it in and having that full space and freedom to see what resonates just creating 
every single day from scratch, creating yourself and your life. That's why I love curiosity. I love it in myself and I love it in everyone. We all have it, whether it's in like a seed form or a blossoming lotus in your heart, but we all have it and I love curiosity. Mm, I love that. Ksenia, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your wisdom and for being a part of our radically loved tribe and for just all the work that you're doing and you've been doing it for a long time and thank you for your honesty and your authenticity and your willingness to do things that are scary so it's very inspiring so thank you for that Mm -hmm. um for the people that are wanting to connect with you where can they go for more information so many places um definitely if you're listening to this i assume you like podcasts so go say hi on woke and wired podcast it's all about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship and i would like you rosie officially to come on as a guest on it oh yay you know i'm going to you guys can look (laughs) out for that um you can also find me on instagram uh woke and wired is my personal brand and podcast and all thoughts about conscious social media breakfast criminals is where you'll find morning rituals and recipes and acai bowls and turmeric lattes and um crystal criminals where you find crystal creations and um yeah there's there's many other things but as long as you can find those they will link out to everything else i have recipe ebooks i have the course uh you can find the link to the course on in the show notes yeah and all of those as well will be in the info section if you're listening to this podcast all of those links will be on the show notes and uh yeah keep in touch let us know how you liked this episode be sure to tag both me and ksenia on uh instagram if you're sharing it on stories we always love to hear from you guys yes and um yeah anything else if you guys have any questions Uh, You can also reach out to us on the Radically Loved Tribe uh, Facebook page. It's a private group. So if you want the link to that, that's also in the show notes. And aside from that, I think that's it. Thank you. Thanks, Ksenia, for so so much for for doing this and for uh, just, again, all the work that you're doing. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Powerful You is coming to Los Angeles. Finally, I'm so excited. This three-day transformative event brings world-renowned influencers, visionaries, and entrepreneurs directly to the LA area. So get ready, LA. And if you're not in LA, you must come. We've got some incredible people speaking, many who have been guests on this podcast. We've got Lisa Bilyeu, Lori Harder, Glennon Doyle, and... I get to be speaking at this event, which is still hard for me to believe. I'm so excited. It's May 17th through the 19th. Get your tickets at powerful-u.com or you can go to the show notes of this podcast and go directly to the link to get your tickets now. This event will sell out and I really hope that you treat yourself and get an opportunity to come to this amazing event. So I'll see you soon.
Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.